ברוכים הבאים בשם השם ברוך נוכם את השם ברוכים כבר ויקרו נזי שיר ונשמס רוזן ונשרו חכמה וזמסים הזה מה בשמחס בישראל שמירו בשמחס ומקס גידן ברוך השם שחקנו וכמר הגיינו שמחה הכי גדלה Say praise to Hakadosh Baruch Hu for all the simchas that bestowed upon us, all the simchas bestowed upon Klal Yisrael, all those that don't see a true simcha yet, should see a true simcha. Nachas from their children, gizunt panasa. It's erev reshchidish el. The Shabbos pasha shevtim. To give yourself judges, not to point titim lecha. Erev rishchidish el though. Keep a cotton. Generally, erev rishchidish is referred to as you keep a cotton. Generally, on Shemaisa fast on your Kippur Katan. Fasting is not really a practice that's widely accepted today. There are those on Shemaisa that do. And Shem Shigidah Molkeach. The Arab Shkedish El is a particular Yom Kippur Katan. It's a very, very specific one. And there are Tfilas that are said specially for it. Those are fast. Shem Shigibu Volkayach. Chaydish El. There are different Menhagim that take place in Chaydish El customs. Menhagis, the way Yidin do things. Firstly, going to Vashemta, starting Aleph El every day. We say three kapitlach extra tilim. We start Aleph Beis Gimel, and every day we say three kapitlach, next three chapters, and then thereafter comes to Rosh Hashanah. This same and the Yom Kippur is divided up, so we finish the entire tilim. So the entire tilim is completed over forty days. At increments of three kapitlach from Rashkedish El, also from the first day of Rashkedish El, which is tomorrow, we begin the recital of the Davar Hashem Eiri which is said in the Mini Chabad after Shisha Yim by Shachris and before Aleinu by Mincha. Everyone has the different customs. I think in Minig Ashkenaz, even they say it by night. Might have. Um, those that say it after Elenu, I think for the most part, most people say it after Elenu. But the recital of Davar Shemedi begins tomorrow, the first day of Shkedish. Kia Shefer. It's customary to build a Shefer 
on starting from Rishchidosh El. We blow in Chabad. They blow thirty blasts, which is Tashrat, Tarat, and Tashat. Should be Tkiya, Shvarim, Trua, Tkiya, Tkiya, Shvarim, Tkiya, and Tkiya, Trua, Tkiya, Tarat, Tashat, Tarat. Sorry. That is Mini Chabad. The world only blows everything the first Tashrat. The shafers sounded each morning after Shachris or in the course of the day if one did not hear it, they can always hear it. It's not something that we are making a bracha over, but it is something that we should do. It awakens the Nishama, Ura Yeshena Mishinaschem, says that the Navi, the Navi tells us, awaken sleeping ones from their sleep, from your sleep, and involve yourself in Teshuvah. Involve yourself in repentance and Teshuva to the Ebishta to connect and to prepare ourselves for a sweet new year. There are different tracts which people look at, people approach to, and people accept. Different ways of, approach, of, of thinking, different mind frames. If you open a base Yehuda Chumash, there's Mishalom on the bottom, Marshall, the parables. And he talks there about Tomim Tiyem Hashem Alekecha, one should be complete with God, your God. And he gives a marshal to a father and a son. The father was a wealthy man and he treated his child beautifully and everything he had. The child had only the best of the best. And the child became friendly with bad company, as we say. And started going astray from the ways of the path of his fathers. Now, with a grain of salt, he brings down the muscle that the father threw the child out. The child was wandering in the streets, no food, no clothing, no anything. Finally, the child realized that because there is this is the place, this is what he has to be. He has to be connected to Teda, Mitzvahs. And he started connecting Teda, Mitzvahs, and his father saw this and took him back into the house. And then it happened again and again, the same process repeated itself until the father finally begged him, listen, practice Gedet, my friend. Practical. TLT. <laughs> when you're good, I treat you good. When you're not, I don't. Why? Why deviate? So this he uses as tam tiyam avayalikacha that a person should always be tam complete with God, and not have to have God test him and push him away. Chassidus looks at it differently. One should be with their own powers, with their own sources, with their own inner strength. Want to unite with Hakadosh Baruch We don't need a smack on the hand, a slap on the wrist. We don't need the bang on the head. We don't need any kind of punishments, any kind of tortures, any kind of suffering. We want simply, straightforward, do, you do you, be you, and become you. Understand that only you can become you. You can reach out, you can have a helping hand, you can have, have the 
mentorship, the Mishnah tells us, we should make it out for ourselves. Purchase a chavah for yourself, which sometimes involves Literally, going out and, and telling your friend and giving your friend and buying buying a friend, which doesn't mean you have to wine and dine a friend in order for them to become your friend, because obviously that would be superficial. Rather, we need somebody that we buy with ourselves, with a person. A friend, obviously, is somebody that's compatible to your behaviors and lifestyles. There are many different behaviors and lifestyles of people. You have those that are frivolous and are wild, and yeah, they can get plenty of friends. You have those that are more serious and tame, and more domicile. They have a lesser chance of getting friends. And you have the medium road, the person that simply does what they have to do, goes where they have to go, be where they have to be. They don't overdo anything, nothing is ostentatious, everything is done with taste, but you can do, you can make a party, you can make an engagement party, you can make a wedding, and you can do it in the most magnificent, grandose way, with the most splendid foods and and delicacies and flowers and, and embellish everything that you could possibly embellish. Use the most the most expensive caterer. <laughs> Buy his most expensive dishes. The caviars of dishes. And have people's eyes bulging out when they come in and see it. It's a lifestyle, if you can afford it. Unfortunately... People that can't afford it know that their neighbor who can't afford it does that, and therefore they try to do that as well. And for every little event, we take a haul, and we take a this, and we will get. Take it easy. Living up to the Joneses is an old thing, is an old expression. You need to be do you and be you. You need to be Tom and Tiam Kecha. You need to be straight and full and complete with God and know that you did the right thing by God. Know that the stock of look at three things you will not do Aveda, says Akabibasa from where where you come, where you're going to end up. But the main thing with Nehemiahdin before whom you're going to have to give an accounting. And this is what Chayyim Nishal tells us. Get to know the king. It's a time where the Melech Basada, as we spoke last week, the king is in the field. And then he goes to his palace eventually. But while he's in the field, he's welcoming everybody with a beautiful, shining, smiling face. Panam Sechakis. Ecstatic to see you, my subjects. But it's different. He doesn't say my subjects. What's your name, Ibid? Mashallah. Aye, Mashallah. 
Are you okay, my son? Oh, your majesty, just to talk to you is already a simcham for me. And he listens to their beseechment, he listens to their requests. And with a happy and a joyous face, with a Paseach Tiftach, as we spoke last week, he's Nasan Kitim, he gives. So it is in this month of Chaydesh where we prepare ourselves for the Roshan of the Yom Kippur. We prepare ourselves for the days of awe, the ten days of awe, so that we can go into the Simcha of Chaydesh, of, 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 of Chesukis, and ultimately Shminyatzeres, Simchas But we begin the 40-day period, which starts with Chaydesh and goes till Yom Kippur. And during these 40 days, we involve ourselves in repentance, in Tomim Tiyem Hashem in doing retrospect and looking at ourselves and saying to ourselves, who we are, are we, who, what are we, what should we be doing, what could we be doing, where could we be, whom do I need to take advice from, what waters should I be drinking, and what waters should I be avoiding. And throughout the parasha, Baruch tells us about it's a sirol about going into about the land, the people that were thrown out of the land in order that we should be able to conquer it. We should be able to take what's rightfully ours, what always was rightfully ours. We should be able to take it back. How we should earn it, and how we should deserve it, and how we should be doing according to the Torah dictates. Unlike, unfortunately, what goes on. But again, what's gone on till now, and we hope and we anticipate that today and tomorrow will be different, and things will change, and people will come to their senses, and they will understand. If I was created a man, I'm a man. If I'm created a woman, I'm a woman. And I have to live that way. And I have to do the mitzvahs the man has to do. And the woman has to do the mitzvahs the woman has to do. And live and let live. Live and let live. A very, very important life lesson. A very important way of doing things. A very important way of preparing ourselves for the holy, awesome the days of awe of Rosh Hashanah, Asayis Mechuvah, and Yom Kippur. Minik Sefarad, the Sephardic hours, Achenu Bnei Sephardim, begin Selichot. They start Selichas early from Rishchidish El, they say 40 days Selichas. Tabel and Bracham. We have this year a full week of Selichas. And we're crying away. We're complaining like no end. Full week of Selichas. I be moaning. <laughs> they say it for 40 days, man. And in many Chabadists, we only say Sikhs before Rosh Hashanah. The whole world says it says Mechuvah too. No, this is not a ploy to try to get you to become Chabad. Do what you are. You do you, be you. Live you. And HaKadosh Baruch Hashem give you, and Yimala Hashem Kol Meshal Hashem the table of Racha. HaKadosh Baruch Hashem fulfill all your heart's desires for good and for blessing. And HaKadosh Baruch Hashem show you that whatever it is that He's met it out, shall we say, whatever it is that he's done, or could have done, or whatever should have done, or what we thought we needed to have done, all these things, HaKadosh Baruch Hu came from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore we have to find the good in them. Many of the things are very difficult to find the good in them. Many of the, many of the things are saying, why me? Why was it happening to me? Why did that happen to me? And we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself to show us to give us the little light, shine the little light on this, 
and tell us why that dark chapter in our lives occurred and how we can rid of it, how we can take the ma'at er that small amount of light that pushes away the tremendous amount of darkness and that dark veil that hangs over us should be illuminated should be pushed away not just a dark room becoming light but we see the darkness dissipating moving away and this is how we should be able to approach this is how we should be able to live and this is how we can take on Tom of Chedish El as Pasha Shevtim is always read in Chedish El and therefore because Shabbos Re'eh is either Shabbos Avarchim or Chedish El so Shevtim has to be in Chedish El already and therefore we have to take this and we take as we say in America the bull by the horns and we approach, we take the approach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Shiva Denachemta of the seven weeks of the Chama and with this we begin our Chedish El, our Veda for Chedish El in a way that we can prepare, that be prepared for the ultimate mitzvah, the ultimate goal which is that of Mashiach Tzidkenu Mehedev Yemenu we said the parish begins Shevetim Mesheitim Titim Lecham Medesh brings down a Moshe Lamelech that had sons many sons he loved the youngest more than anyone else and he had one garden And he loved this more than anything that he owned. The Melech said, I will give this garden to this child that I love. For I love him more than all my other children. And I love this garden more than I love all my other possessions. And therefore, this will go to him. These Take from this marshal, Akash Baruch says to all the nations, I created everybody. But whom do I love? The chosen people that I love. I love B'nai Yisrael. Out of all the creations that I created, I love Din. I love judgment. I love truth. Sakaj Baruch says, what I, give, what I love, I will give to the nation that I love. And therefore we have the Din of the Mishpat. The judgment Sorry. <laughs> what a muscle. What a muscle. Thank you, Medrash, for giving us such a muscle. I mean, it's a little bit over the top. First of all, if the whole world doesn't run on Dinah Mishpat, the world will be self destruct. Russia claims they're trying to fight with Ukraine so that Ukraine does not join, I don't know, NATO or whatever it is and join with nuclear nuclear programs. Or whatever other reasons they have that they've concocted or they make up or they think or they think. Whatever the story is, 
everybody tries to keep world peace in their own way in what they think is world peace or what the peace that they want from the world they spell peace a little differently I guess and they forge ahead and you live your life and you do you as we said and we become you so the whole world has a concept of a justice system are the justice systems in countries there's a justice system above them as well and then they invented the United Nations they're the watches and the guardians of all the nations making sure that there's nothing going on <laughs> no travesties no <coughs> and this very faction scorns one nation out of all the nations of the world there's one nation that's not accepted doesn't have a seat in the United Nations doesn't have a say and not only that but they come up on the table more than anyone else in the land of Israel Ay, those those Jews what can we do with them look what they're doing to our poor Palestinian people our poor oppressed people Anyway, off that shot, that, that's totally politics. What I'm saying is that the whole world needs, has, and officially goes according to laws. They also have courts and systems, etc. So in that case, they even have to have they even have to have the Mitzvah Mitzvah So, where does it come off to say that Din and Mishpat is exclusive for the Jews? And that's the gift that the father who loves his favorite child is gifting his favorite gift. He gives it to everybody. More than that, the Nyan Mishpat, this whole concept of judgment, needs to be delved into in general it's not only by a young child that we have to educate still in all who does he give the marshal to? to the young child Hakotan. the youngest one is the only one that has to have dinner mishpah everybody across the board But rather, Medish is not frivolous. Medish does not just grab things off the uh, off the shelf. The Medish, every word is meduyik, and therefore this marshal tells us that this special mishpat that's referred to here, that goes davketam yisrael, is connected with the concept of cotton the youngest, the smallest. The nimshal to the pardis, why dafka a garden? Not a field? 
in a pardes, in a garden, fruits grow. Fruits that give us pleasure, that we derive pleasure from, that most people are not allergic to. We're in a field that sustenance. Sustenance, the bread, the wheat, the barley. Sustenance sustains a person. Same thing in the Nimshal. The regular Mishpat, regular judgments, are the fields. Something that keeps the person, the world going, keeps life and keeps peace. And therefore the entire world, all the nations, are obligated to keep to that. Special Mishpat. Compared to a Pardis, that's a special thing. The tafkid of the shaftin, the tafkidam, the mission, their obligations. Amongst Am Yisrael, the Rambam divides into three parts. First of all, the idea of shaftin is him ikir terish They grasp the whole Tereshabapha. Secondly, Amudehiro. They are pillars of, of lessons. And thirdly, Mehem From them goes out all the judgment to the Jews. The last two are connected with Mishpat, with judgment. Just like the rest of the world. And therefore, the uniqueness of the Shaftim of the Jews is Dafka Iker Tereshabapeh. The infusion, the giving the mainstay study of Tereshabapeh, the oral law. Hakash Baruchak is over to the Dayanam of Eden and to their repertoire as we say gives them a koyach to learn to explain to be mechadish to renew different things according to Torah dictates and therefore the Torah has like a creation of its own of Torah Shabbat and in these Kedushia Torah is what the takeif of Torah is given HaKosh Baruch commands us Do not deviate from the words I tell you not to, don't go right or left. This concept of creation of Teda and the building of Teda this is the garden that special garden that HaKosh Baruch gives Davkatam Yisrael B'noi HaKoton his small child so that he can reach, he can achieve to partake in the creation of Teda and in the outcomes of Teda. But one needs to remain a cotton. One needs to condense their ego, their egotistical mind frame, and to 
attach it totally to God's will. And this is a skula. This is a key that's given to the Dayana Yisrael and the Azeche to the Psakdin that the Psakdin becomes a Chedek Atera. In the world is referred to as the fifth Chedek of Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch has Erechaim, Yerdeya, Ebenezer, and Cheshem Mishpat. Where all different laws are, are dealt with. All different laws are taught. And not everybody learns all of them. Not everybody learns all of them. Many, many people <laughs> suffice it with the Kitsa Shulchan Aruch. Shleimah Gantri compiled a Kitsa Shulchan Aruch, an abridged Shulchan Aruch, which he takes every law and he gives it and condenses it into several paragraphs for the Bnei Yisrael to know how to behave but more importantly to know what to ask to know when they have an actual question to go to a rabbi with the Rav on the other hand the rabbi if he's a true Tere scholar and only would give a Sakdin only tell somebody do something Alpidas Teda as it's known he has a fifth Chelek this fifth Chelek is the gift the Pardis given to the Rav that's the cotton that doesn't get flamboyant and doesn't say I am the Rav and I need and you have to give me you have to honor me you have to treat me you have to this and that with his own humility and his own humbleness lives his does his we look here now we have from the Rabbanim Maradasa Zang Shtag only Simchas and his family Feilach Herzeg Zuntahit we have Rabbi Azdaba During COVID, or post towards the end of the COVID era, where we were already allowed to congregate in smaller groups, but still people did not want to be exposed, overexposed, he was davening in the back room of a shul. Unfortunately, during the winter, it got very, very cold in that room. He couldn't do it. So he could have asked to figure out how to put a heater for him and they would jump and do it he could have asked to take a meeting to his house and people would no problem would show up instead he asked one of the people that he feels close enough to to make a meeting in their home if they're making a meeting in their home he came to Dhamma there and he asked though is there a separate room is there a room where the people daven where he could stand separately elderly Jew 
watching unfortunately people falling like flies around them in the neighborhood didn't want the Hashem get exposed to and Kachav one family davened they have a dining room they have a living room they davened in the dining room and he stood in the living room he had to walk it was not local for him he had to walk start a 10 minute walk six or seven minute walk, whatever it was, it wasn't down the block by him. And he walked to them, and he'd come and he'd sit in the front room, he had it. Baruch Hashem, the people knew how to treat him with covet. He had his own table, his own svarim on the table, and he could learn, he could study. Nobody went into that room, everybody stayed in the second room, nobody disturbed him. When he was called up for Leela Terah, he asked the Valkyrie to stand as far away from the Terah as he possibly could to see the Terah. And he stood on the other end, and they both sat with stood with masks, and that's how he got his alias. But his siyata deshmaya, his piskidinim. When a person asks, a person goes to him with a dilemma, and he gives them advice. If a person understands that this is Das Teda that he's dictating, then the person automatically finds the advice worth gold. It's coming from a cotton. Now the Shlita, the same thing. Edel, edel, fine, with a very powerful message walks quietly but with a big stick when he speaks in shul eyes are bulging mouths are open and people are just soaking in every word he has to say the way he says it his message he forbrings you to Kislev for 8 hours they come from all over New York to come here is for rain. The shul, the curl is packed. It's a big room. Big curl. Packed to the gills. A couple of hundred people. And they don't stir, they don't move. They soak in every word he has to say. This is Dastina. This is what was given to the cotton. For the cotton to dictate... And when the cotton says such and such is the din, such and such is what has to happen, we see it, we hear it, and we believe it. And we say, this is the dictate, the mandate of HaKadosh Baruch himself, given through the conduit of the Das Teda. And by keeping it and following it, the Ebishti can protect, protects and sees to it that we always see the best of outcomes. Do we buy a bottle of Das Teda in a store? We don't buy it. It's a lot of Siyata Dishmaya. It's a lot of complete, total faith and dedication and devotion to Akash Baruch. And one needs to be totally understanding and acceptable, acceptant to the dictates of the rabbi that they're referring to, conferring with.
and accepting their words and saying that what they're telling me is what's going to make it right it's going to make it work not because they're God not because they're so special I asked them they're answering to the best of their ability with the terror knowledge that's that, that, that they amassed and they're answering with the Siyata Dishmaya understanding on their own with trepidation and with humbleness saying Baruch Hu, please see to it that what I'm going to say what I say when I tell this person is the right thing and it comes across and does the right thing for the person they don't say I said it and I'm law they say it's really each time they pass them. each time a Shaila comes to it that of has that trepidation I go to Baruch make sure I say the right thing he says, I should never say, I should never be matris asr, never say asr on mutter, should never prohibit something that's permitted, nor should I permit something that's prohibited. Whether it be in a kitchen, whether it be in marital laws, whatever the laws may be, when it all gives out of saktin, he's shaking. We don't see him necessarily physically shaking. But inside he is shaking. And he's saying, I'm giving you this psaktin. It's coming from Das Teda. It's not me. It's not me. I won't tell you, I'm not going to tell you that God is talking from my throat. But the dictate that I'm giving, the answer that I'm giving you, the solution that I'm giving you, that I'm offering you, is from the knowledge that I have of Tera. And therefore, please take it with that Siyat Nishmaya, accomplish it with that Siyat Nishmaya, apply it with that very same Siyat Nishmaya, and live that way. Then Tera tells us, amongst the many mitzvahs this Pasha, same Tosim Alecha Melech. Please everybody remember, this is the Pasha where the Rebbe said, Yesh Novi B'Yisrael. There is a prophet amongst the Jews. We as Chassidim obviously took that to mean that the Rebbe was referring to himself. And Novi Hashem the Novi that's going to be amongst you. <coughs> Again, on the same theme, the Novi that will be not just amongst you in the nationwide, but within you yourself. Shaitan Vishaitan Titmacha refers to a person give to yourself a shafit and a shaitan. Make yourself have your own channels and conduits which can possibly sing your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your nose, where you could smell something prohibitive, you could eat something prohibitive, speak something prohibitive, listen to something prohibitive, see something prohibitive, where you guard yourself from each and every one of these things to make sure that you are the guardian and watching over all these gates that HaKadosh Baruch has bestowed upon you. And therefore now, the Pasha says, if a Novi stands up and he's an, a false prophet, and the Tater tells us all the ramifications and what has to happen to the person. 
But may another mainstay mitzvah same tosim Place a king upon you. And this, if you keep his court home, the Yomara Sanhedrin, Davchafam at Beis, 20 side 2 says, Gimel mitzvah s'estavi yisrael b'kinu s'asun l'eretz. Three mitzvahs the Jews were commanded when they entered at Yisrael, l'hamed l'hem melech v'chuli. First one was to establish a king. From here we understand the mitzvah of appointing a king is a mitzvah, is a big mitzvah. And it's a mitzvah though that has to do with that Yisrael. However, in the days of Shmuel Anavi, the Jews came and they said to him, Give us a king. And the Navi, the Prophet, told them, The Prophet tells us, He was not happy that they were requesting a king. Did I fail you? Am I doing something wrong? Am I not leading the, the nation properly? Did you ask for something that I didn't give you? He was the prophet of the generation. The gist of the question that really disturbed Shmuel and Avi, according to Mufarshim, is they say, give us a king that he may rule over us like all the other nations have a king ruling over them. And that's not the mission statement of St. Tosim Alechamelech. Take a king upon yourself, take upon yourself the reign of Melech Malchai Amlach HaMakadosh Baruch Yes, when you go into Hetzel, according to the Rambam, as we just said, one of the things is to appoint a king. He's a king for whatever it is, but not something that I need to have to be able to rule over me. Chassidus explains, Sefer Mitzvah, that it's the concept of, of, a, of a sovereignty it's possible to look at this, this whole concept of melucha simply there should be upon the nation a merah shamalchus as the mission says pikiyavus keep it scored home, pay the gimel mishnah beis but since you've been saying pikiyavus for the last few weeks since, since uh, Pesach you probably know that by now the fear of a king, of a sovereignty <coughs> that's ruling our nation. <coughs> they keep law and order in the nation. However, when the people of the nation stand in a level where they're given over to a higher power, There's no question about them going and deviating from the laws. The tafkir of the melech, the tafkir of the king now, is to raise up the Jewish nation to a spiritual level even higher than they could possibly achieve. Because the king himself, as the Pasuk says in Shmuel, Meshich from his shoulders and above, he's higher and taller than the whole nation. He needs to lift up and elevate the entire nation to levels of spirituality and holiness and godliness. That they have within themselves 
but on their own cannot achieve it. Thereby, tells us the Rambam, that when the Yidin go into Yitzchel, the Taylor tells us, same Tos, Melech, Melech, we need to have a king. He's the go-between, the intermediary between us and HaKadosh Baruch and it reveals the kingship of God to the people. Within that, it's two levels. When the people stand, in a lowly level, and they're lacking Um, self-control, they're lacking respect, they're lacking um, just plain connection to God the king has an obligation, his job here now is to take them and to put the yoke of heaven the yoke of El Shemaim on them so they should become one with HaKadosh Baruch When a person on his own accepts the yoke of heaven of Akash Baruch Hu, then the job of the king is to raise him up in Yerushalayim, Yerilo. That the person can't achieve on their own. A person can become a Kabbalah can say, I accept, and I know how to accept, I know how to learn, I know how to Listen, I know, how to, I know how to be disciplined and behave. But how to elevate every single mitzvah, the person needs to learn. Because Baruch wants that Amisar should stand at a very, very high level. And the need of a king should be for a total different thing. Whereas B'nai Yisrael said, when they came to Shmuel Navi, to judge and rule us like all the other nations. To sit, uh, to to avoid the catastrophic behavior of people. Again, the Mishnah begins. Where one person swallows the next one alive. This is shown as they stand in the lowest of level of Yerushalayim. And therefore, Akash Baruch said, Ki Eisi Masu. You're not impressing me. Let's put it, I'm translating it very, very loosely. I'm unimpressed with your behavior. Still in all, Akash Baruch commands to fulfill the wants of the nation and to give them a king. However, the concept of the kingship has higher connotations, like we said before. When there's lacking 
basic Yiddish mind, fear of heaven. And the, the king can fix that. Because therefore, when a person, you see the generation is lacking in their Kabbalah sale, in the Yiddish Shemayim, we need to appoint a king for that, hoping that slowly and slowly he will elevate and he will lift up the nation to a higher, to the level they belong. And that they'll be able to grasp what the sovereignty of Akash Baruch is all about. In our days, where do we have a king? To give me score at home, see the Mara Gitten, the end of the fifth Perik. Man Malki, Rabbanon. Who are our kings? Rabbanon. Each and every one of us needs to fulfill what the mission says in Pekiyavis, Perik Aleph. Mishnah Vov and Mishnah Tezayin Asay Lecharav To make yourself a Rav Have a Rav There are those that think I'm smart enough When I have a mainstay question A mainstay problem I go to the Rav But I am my own I'm, I'm good I'm good I know what I have to do I read the books So I can, my daily life, my daily way of going from the morning to Maidani until Krishna Shalomita, I'm pretty good, I'm on, I'm on track. One needs to remember that when one lacks in Yiddish Shemaim, they need to emphasize and to elevate their spirituality from the low, low point and that is done by turning to the Rav. Because with the Ebed, this is also a tafkid of the Rav to not sit on a throne, not wave a magic wand, but to take on the, the responsibility of the king as the responsibility of the king is to elevate the nation, so too the Rav needs to elevate his nation, his Kihila. One of the most famous psukim in this parsha, Ki Ha'odah compares the person to the tree of the field. And therefore we have two Bishvat, 15 Chemishas Bishvat, 15 Bishvat, Rosh Hashanah for the trees. And we celebrate by eating different fruits. We don't even say Tachnun. Showing us that there's a major mainstay connection between the people and the trees. Look at the Sheshem Eberashis, the six days of creation, the person was separated, separately created in the trees and the, all the other things. And therefore, the order of creation, Daimim Tzameh Chayim Medaber, Medaber being the person, the highest level, the Chay, the animals, 
which are alive but don't really have a language or, th- or a way of thinking although they have their own way of thinking with their own things how to capture and how to escape etc but they don't have the actual thinking of the th- thought process of uh, a human being officially although there are many human beings that don't have thought processes either but they go to Rabbanim for that hopefully But it, and then there is Tzemeach, the growth, the trees and the plants, the grass. Then there's the Daimim, the stone, the, the innate creations. Why does the Tere compare us to a tree, to a Tzemeach? Therefore, we must say that there must be something very powerful in this, of the Tzemeach, of the growing. And this thereby teaching a mainstay lesson for how the person has to live. Something that grows from the ground needs to stay attached to its roots. needs to stay attached to the source of where it gets its lifestyle. The ground. So too, the Chai and the Medaber, they get their food from the ground. They're nurtured from it. Akel min ha'afar. Everything comes from the earth, the dirt. But they don't need to tie themselves with their roots. They don't have to plant themselves. People don't plant themselves in the ground. Cows don't grow in the ground. Whereas on the other hand, if I totally detach myself, from earth from my source what do I got trees show us in a greater sense they also complete and and follow through with this world order and they also put up with all the different seasons of the year They have their seasonal fruits each year. Not always they grow. They grow in this part of the year, this season of the year, this season of the year. Kim at home, Brachis, right in the beginning, talks about different anus, which thereby shows us the connection they have with the ground. But still in all, the ground itself is not affected by the changes of the seasons. So we therefore understand now the comparison of the person to the eight sasada, the tree in the field. Even though he himself, his essence, cannot cut himself from his roots, the neshama needs to also be, always be attached to its life source. If not for that, if the person doesn't, they cease to exist. This is their life source. It's not just the spirituality source. It's their life source. This is the tree of the person. The source of life of the person is Teda. It's Kiheim Chayenu. And from it, the Jew needs to 
constantly nurture the kechas of their soul. But the order of life is only a few people are Asik and Teda day and night. Whereas most people need to, according to Teda, go out from their tents of Teda to the world and to have Parnasa and to fulfill their shlichas, their God, the shlichas, to make the God a dwelling place here in this world. But still in all, a person needs to remember the tree, even though he raises up from the ground, from the ground, he's still attached to the ground constantly with his roots. And so to the person, as he stands in his own lifestyle, he cannot detach himself and Esther Lindev, the Mishnah says, if you keep in score at home, pick up his pedic, the end of pedic, hey. He needs to always be attached to this tkufa, to this stage of their lives in which they began nurturing through learning Tera. And this connection has to be not just in memory, that once upon a time I did this, he learned Teda once upon a time, but the person needs to constantly be connected, constantly be a student of Teda, and they have to feel that Teda is teaching them and dictating to them their actual source of lifestyle, and even have the set times of Teda in the morning and in the evening. And the person has to have the, this has to have effect, a direct effect on the entire day and that we find ourselves constantly under the influence of Teda and in the words of Teda in the ambience of Teda and the lifestyle of Teda and thereby attaching ourselves to the Tamid HaChachamim say the Harav to the Tzadikim and we will ultimately find ourselves connecting once again with Mashiach Tzadkenu Mehedev Yemenu Mamish in Yerushalayim Yerakedesh and we will see again how the Rebbe announced on Pasha Sheftim Yesh Novi Yisrael there is a prophet amongst the Yisrael and the Novi is the one the Bekirvacha that's going to be within you and teach us educate us and take us out of this Golis Mehedev Yemenu Mamesh Shabbos to all